All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to MPL Legal Dish. We have been gone for a little bit, about a week and a half. Um, but we are back. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time uh, seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like um, where you have uh, your articles of incorporation, getting our, our operating agreements so you can open business bank accounts, making sure you have your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, contracts, which is the topic that we are covering this month, um, and uh, basic brand protection strategies and hiring strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these foundational things. If you're wondering, well, I'm qualified to help you do all of these things. Hey, Shogun Assassin, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney, having one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of um, entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. Hey, Mexiduran. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there's just some things you need to know. There's no way around it, okay? So that's why I am here. Um, so if you are in the startup phase of your business, you know, and you need some legal guidance um, to help you along, uh, I want to be that person to help you. All right. If you want to link up with me, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you can also book a talk to me Tuesday session where you can get 25 minutes for $25. If you're not a first time client, or you can book a full one hour session. All right. Um, as well at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you, Hey, 76 Grim K, you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You can also at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, access many of my, uh, digital products, like my eBooks and trainings. Like this month, we are going to be, um, um, talking about contracts. So my contracts ebook, when you go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can get that at the very top of the list. It is only nine 97. Um, what else? At Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and to the podcast. So if you ever miss a show, you can rewatch at your leisure. So there was a lot going on at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, including last but not least, where you can get your really cool show merch, your mugs, your t-shirts, all right? You know you want them. They're high quality. They're designed by one of the lovely people watching the show now, Nessie Time, Rise of Dark Dawn, Rise of Dark Dawn Designs. She helped me come up with this concept, and she produced the shirts and the cups. Hey, Margaret. So, yeah, get you some uh, NPL Legal Dish merch, all right? Okay, but that is enough of me, you know, hawking my wares. Let's talk about why we're here, the show, all right? So here's how it works, just in case you're new. Um, I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories from blog sites, anywhere, thank you, 76 Grimke, anywhere that I find stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, I pull them and, uh, you know, and 
we talk about them. This is a discussion. I want y'all to get involved. I want your comments. I want your questions. No problem, doll. I want your um, I want your comments. I want your questions. As long as they're respectful, I will be asking you to put emojis and letters and things into the comments. So you know, keep your fingers ready. Unless you're driving, please keep your hands on the wheel. We don't want no accidents in 2021. All right. So. Uh, let's get started. Okay. Uh, tonight. So our first story tonight, if you have seen the recent, um, um, how many of y'all have seen the, the justice league Snyder cut? If you have seen the justice league Snyder cut, uh, please put Snyder in the comments. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, some time ago, a, a two hour justice league movie came out. It is absolutely awful. Uh, um, I forget who the, the, uh, director for that was, is, but it was, um, an edited version of a much longer version, but much better version of Justice League that was directed by Jack Snyder, somebody named Snyder. Yes. Thank you. Nessie time, right? Snyder cut. Snyder cut is dope. Don't watch the regular Justice League, but I digress, right? You loved it. I loved it too. So one of the uh, main characters in the movie, uh, in the Justice League Snyder Cut, is Wonder Woman. If you are a Wonder Woman fan, please give me a WW in the comments. I was actually um, Wonder Woman Nubia this past Halloween. I just dressed up for myself because wasn't nobody going nowhere. Um, but yeah, uh, if you are a Wonder Woman fan, give me a WW in the comments, right? Um, and as you do that, if you did not know, the woman who is portraying Wonder Woman in the movies as of late, Nessie Time, you you, see, you seem to be well-versed in it. Nessie Time, can you tell us the name of the woman who is playing Wonder Woman in the current Justice League movies, okay? Um, let's see. Anybody can answer, but Nessie Time seems to have watched the movie recently, so I want to know if she knows the name of the current woman playing Wonder Woman. 76th Room Gay said no. Okay, I'm gonna give, uh, Shogun Assassin gave me a WW. Philip gave me a WW. Okay, y'all like Wonder Woman? Awesome. Nessie time, you busy? All right, well, let's not let leave the people waiting anymore. So, uh, the, the name of the actress who is portraying Wonder Woman right now in the, in the, uh, DC movies, her name is Gal Gadot, G-A-L-G-A-D-O. She is of Israeli descent, She's a beautiful woman, um, you know, and I think she does a good job uh, representing Wonder Woman, right? Why am I talking about Gal Gadot? Um, so, well, actually, let's put a pin in that. It's okay. It's all right. Um, so let's put a pin in that. So we know that Wonder Woman is being played by Gal Gadot. Now let's, uh, you know, take ourselves on over to South Jersey. In South Jersey, there are three friends. Thank you, 76 Grim K. Thank you for all the WWs. Um, there are three brothers who started a supplements company called PWR Supplements. So power supplements, right? Um, and they have three products. They have their PWR Rush, which is a pre-workout. If you don't know what pre-workout is, if you've ever done some serious working out, it kind of gives you a boost of energy before you have to go to the gym. They also have a product called PWR Down, Power Down, which is a sleep aid. Uh, and they also have something called Protropic, which is a brain and gut health uh, aid, right? Um, so, you know, they're trying to get into the supplement game and make people healthier. So recently they filed a trademark application for PWR supplements. 
here's the problem. Miss Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, she is capitalizing on her, you know, image as Wonder Woman, and she and her husband are starting their own supplements line that they filed a trademark application for months earlier called Gal PWR, so Gal Power, like Gal Gadot, Gal Power. Um, and, th- you know, they filed in California. So uh, these gentlemen in New Jersey are basically coming up against Gal Gadot's attorneys over the uh, PWR um trademark infringement, right? So I have two questions for you. One, how could these three brothers from New Jersey have prevented this problem with Gal Gadot? And two, who do you think is going to win? Okay. So first question I want you to answer, put a one in the comment and answer to me, how could the brothers have prevented this problem? And the second question I want you to answer, hey, Cheryl, put a two and, and tell me who you think is going to win out in this situation. Because Gal Gadot has, uh, you know, opposed the application. And they're basically uh, suing the other team. So how could power supplements have prevented this little kerfuffle with Gal Gadot? What should they have done? If you're trying to trademark something, right? What should you do before you file your application? Don't tell me y'all forgot in the week and a half that I've been gone. All right. Oh yes, thank you, Nessie. Time. Um, Nessie said they would they could have did a trademark search. Absolutely. Um, and Gal will win. So Nessie thinks Gal Gadot will win. Margaret Massey said they could have checked to see if it was registered already. One. Yes. Yes. I love it. Now for the bonus point, where should they have checked for the trademark? Give me three places that these brothers from New Jersey could have checked for the trademark, okay? Where could they have checked? Mm-mm-mm. Do y'all know? I'm checking. You know, I've been on vacation, but that don't mean that the information stopped. It's still here. We still getting it in, all right? Yes, Cheryl, USPTO, that's one. We got two more. Cheryl already did USPTO. Yes, Mexiduran, USPTO.gov, that's one. We got one, USPTO website, you can check there. They have something called the Test Trademark Search, um, and, uh, and uh, you know, you can search all of the registered uh, trademarks. Um, okay, everybody's giving me USPTO, all right? We've got USPTO, we've got two more. What are the other places where you should check for a trademark search? Okay, we've got... USPTO, which covers federal trademarks. That's a um, that's a clue for y'all. Hi, Miss uh, Miss Ami XOXO. I'm gonna give y'all like ten more seconds, and I'm gonna give you the other two. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. All right. Aside from the USPTO. Yes, Cheryl, Secretary of State. So you can check with the state. Thank you, Margaret, of where where you are, where you are, um, you know, developing your product to see if anybody else has that uh, has that trademark. Or and check the surrounding states as well, right? Because there may be a state trademark. Now, a state trademark is not going to trump a federal trademark, but you should still do your search just to make sure there's nothing in your region that could um, keep you from 
excuse me, registering that name. And the third place that you can do, that the third type of search that you can do, just do a general Google search. A general search engine search will pull up a lot of information and that will give you the background information that you can find to see if something is registered or not. So those are the three things, the police, the three places that those brothers could have looked to prevent this problem with Gal Gadot. And most of you said that um, Gal will win. But uh, the last question I want to ask you guys about this. Would you purchase Gal Gadot supplements? If Gal Gadot, the woman who is currently playing Wonder Woman on the big screen, if she came out with a line of supplements for, you know, working out, would you want to try them? Let me know in the comments, yes or no. Mm. Let me know in the comments. Hey. Oh. I think I might try some Gal Gadot supplements, but I would need to do some research. Like, what company is she working with? Where is this information coming from? I know Israel makes some, you know, good products. 76 Grimke said never. Nessie Time said yes. Okay, so we got one person who said absolutely not. Nessie said no. Mexidurin said no. Shogun Assassin said no. Most everybody said no. Nessie, I think you and I are the only ones who would give, you know, Miss Gal Gadot a chance. Hi, one true empress. Margaret said maybe. All right, well, you know, I mean, if, if Gal Gadot's sending out some free samples of Gal Power supplements, you know, don't be surprised if I, you know, pop one or two, trying to get in the gym. <laughs> All right, because, you know, I love Wonder Woman, but, and also, this is a great use of Gal Gadot's, you know, her, her, her presence of using your celebrity to support a product, right? Um, Philip Marlowe said, I will support the brothers in Jersey. Okay. All right. All right. So good luck to, uh, Power Supplements and Gal Gadot. All right, moving on to our next story of the evening. If you like pizza, please give me a pizza emoji. Um, and this story was the inspiration behind the title of today's show called It Be Your Own. If you like pizza, give me a pizza emoji. All right, so here's why I'm, uh, the, the title of the show is called It Be Your Own. There is a gentleman um, in Brooklyn who owns a place called Lucali Pizzeria, okay? Um, thank you for the pizzas. It has been um, noted uh, several times for best slices in Brooklyn, um, and the owner, Mike Iacono, started this uh, pizzeria in 2006, right? So it's been around for about 15 years, good reputation, good ratings, all that stuff, right? Here's the problem. Um, in 2011, um, now when, when Mark Iacono started this company, he called it Lucali Pizzeria. It was a mix of two names that he made up for his business, right? That's in 2006. Hi, Canna Cape Cod. Here's the issue. In 2011, Mark Iacono, the owner of Lucali Pizza, he got stabbed. Um, they think he was stabbed by the mob because he never reported it. They knew who stabbed him. The guy never went to prison. That was the end of the story. Mark got stabbed, right? So Mark was, you know, at that point he was trying to, um, you know, trademark his business name and preserve it. Um, but he's recuperating. So his cousin, Dominic Cavagnolo, says, hey, cuz, you know, 
I know you're, I know you're recovering from this stab wound and everything. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take care of the business stuff for you while you in here. Just let me do it. Right? So Mark is like, okay, cousin, you know, you got my back. Let's do it. All right. Cousin Dominic goes and lists his company as the owner of Mark's, um, Mark's restaurant name, Lucali Pizzeria while Mark is in the hospital recovering. Um, now this is not the first time. So Mark is suing him for, you know, um, trademark infringement, suing him for false representation, all this stuff, right? Um, now this is not the first time Mark has sued Dominic for some type of business stuff. So I don't know why he agreed to go in business with him again. Um, but either way, Mark allowed Dominic into his business and Dominic said, you know, let me just take this for myself. So now Mark is fighting for his name with his cousin. Um, this is why, ladies and gentlemen, family and business don't always go together. And this is why it's important for you to have written agreements of what is happening because you don't want situations like this where your cousin says, hey, I'm gonna help you out while you're recovering from a wound and your cousin steals your business name, right? Um, so what what should Mark have done? Um, <laughs> Canna Cape Cod said, I used to work for family like for a family like this. Oh God. Um, what could Mark have done to prevent this from happening with cousin Dominic? What should Mark have done instead of giving the you know the responsibility to cousin Dominic, who he had sued twice before? <laughs> Canna Cape Cod said he probably stabbed him. No, they know the guy who stabbed him, but nobody ever reported it and the guy never went to prison, right? Hi, Leon Anthony Clothing. All right. So um, what what should Mark have done instead of putting his business in the hands of Cousin Dominic to preserve his business name? What should Mark have done? Cause he's been running this restaurant for 15 years. You know, he's well known in the community. He's listed as, you know, one of the best slices in Brooklyn. Why'd you go to cousin Dominic? For me, um, <laughs> 76 group guy said he probably hired the guy to stab his cousin. I don't know. Either way, what Mark should have done, cause if you've had to take your cousin to court twice before, because you feel like they did something wrong to you business wise, why are you going back to them again? Mark should have just gone over and hired, one true empress, thank you girl, hired a lawyer like you. Go hire yourself an attorney who has no interest in your business to help you take care of this, especially if you are in a state where you are not, you know, fully capacitated, where you can't make those decisions. You want someone who is not motivated by, you know, other, uh, other things so that they are fighting for you. Um, Nessie said, find find a lawyer and kick him to the curb or draw up a contract with specific duties. Absolutely. If you don't have the money to hire an attorney, it is not illegal to write your own contract. You just have to make sure that your contracts are valid. And we're actually going to do our MPL nuggets at the end of the show because I forgot to do it at the beginning. But this month we're covering contracts. So thank you for reminding me of that messy time. Okay. Um, let me write that down so I don't forget. L nugget. Thank you, girl. Okay. So if you're ever in Brooklyn, go check out Lucali Pizzeria 
ask for Mike and ask him what's going on with cousin Dominic. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, moving on to our next story. This is very quick, but it's also an update. So if you remember the story about Nike and Lil Nas X and the mischief Satan shoes, <laughs> can of Cape Cod said no. Um, if you remember the whole story about the Satan shoes and Nike, give me a sneaker emoji. And for those of you who may not know, I'm going to catch you up real quick. Um, there is, uh, the guy who came up with the song Old Town Road, he recently came out with a video for his song, um, Call Me By Your Name, which had, uh, you know, a very, uh, provocative video, which led a company named Mischief to, uh, collaborate with Little Nas X, and they came up with what they call the Satan Shoe. They bought 666 pairs of them and put red dye in the soles, as well as they claim a drop of blood from one of the creators and a pentagram. Okay. All right. Can of Cape God gave me the sneaker. One True Empress gave me the sneaker and said, Devil Sneaker. Shogun Assassin gave me a boot. Okay. Well, if you don't know, um, Nike got the shoe shut down. Um, Mischief and Lil Nas X, they are no longer, not only can they not even make this shoe, they can no, they cannot fulfill the orders that, um, people ordered them for. So they sold 665 pairs of these shoes and, uh, Mischief and Lil Nas X are going to have to return all of that money, right? Now, this is not just for the Satan shoe. Prior to the Satan shoe, this same company, Mischief, they actually came out with a shoe called the Jesus shoe um, that was supposedly had, had like holy water in the soles. So they have to, they have to uh, get rid of those as well. I don't know how well those sold. But um, yeah, but Nike basically got Lil Nas X and Mischief shut all the way down because of trademark infringement. They're like, you know, people, they're associating Nike with this and we have no, you know, we have no association with this shoe. We have not approved it, all this stuff. And then, um, I think also Nike is purchasing back all of those shoes that Mischief made at the cost that they made it. So basically all of the profit that Mischief was going to make, it's gone. They, um, Nike reimbursed them for the money they spent on the shoes. And I guess Nike's going to burn them or whatever, right? So that's one end of the spectrum. Nike don't want people touching their stuff, but apparently Nike has a problem. Nike doesn't mind borrowing other people's stuff because Nike is in a lawsuit or about to be in a lawsuit with the United States Postal Service. Okay. So apparently, um, a prototype recently came out of, um, these Air Force Ones that have a very, you know, U.S. post, thank you, Philip, postal, post office theme to them. I saw a brief photo. I, I forgot to take it because y'all know my mind was elsewhere. But um, yeah, but if you didn't know, the U.S. Postal Service, um, service they have trademarks and, and on, on their designs and things like that. So you can't just make something that looks like the U.S. Postal Service. Quiet as it's kept, while it is a quasi-governmental agency, the U.S. Postal Service, um, you know, they, they've got some of their own powers, right? So, uh, Nike is going to be on the end of their own trademark infringement suit against the U.S. Postal Service. So I just wanted to give you guys a quick update on that. You know, if you want to do a little bit of research later, just, uh, you know, Google Nike USPS Air Force Ones or something, okay? But just a quick update on that. All right. 
Before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching and you know, and you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance because you don't know where to go because it's all these forms and all these buttons and I don't know what to do, I want to help you, okay? Go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, book your free 15-minute consult today or download the free biz launch cheat sheet and get your dream business started in seven days or less. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Oh, excuse me. All right. Moving on to our next story of the evening. This is a cautionary tale as to why you should read your contracts. All right. H- how many of you have heard of the, um, electronic muse- music, DJ marshmallow, it's a gentleman who goes by the stage named Marshmallow. He wears a big hat that looks like a marshmallow with some black eyes. If you've heard of Marshmallow, give me an M or a Marshmallow emoji. I've talked about him one time on this show before. Yeah. So yeah, he's an e- he's an EDM DJ, right? Um, and, uh... 76 Grimke said no. Cheryl said M. Philip said, Can I repeat that? Re- Philip, what would you like me to repeat? Um, can a Cape Card said Marshmallow. Okay. So, you know, just Google Marshmallow EDM DJ. He'll come up. It's Marshmallow with an O, not a W. Um, now, in 2018, Marshmallow came out, thank you, Shogun Assassin, with a song called uh, Happier. Nessie Time said no. All right. He came out with a, a song called Happier, um, and a songwriter or a composer by a Russian composer, oh yeah, oh, so the kids like Marshmallow? Look, I don't know, you know, I ain't got no kids, I don't know nothing about what the kids like. <laughs> All right, so uh, Marshmallow in 2018 comes out with this EDM song called Happier, right? Um, and then this Russian composer by the name of Artie, um, Suze, uh, finds out a few years later after this song comes out, that Marshmallow came out with this song and he's like, wait a second, this is a ripoff of a song I did in 2014. Apparently in 2014, he did a remix of One Republic's song, I Lived. Um, if anybody's a One Republic fan, maybe you know the song, I, I can't even, um, I can't even think of one of their songs. Can of Cape Cod said, yes, Lord, virtual concerts and all before the pandemic. Okay, so Marshmallow been out here. All right, well, okay. So Artie was like, look, I did the remix to this One Republic song in 2014, and now in 2018, Marshmallow has, you know, basically taken my remix and put it into his new song, and I want to sue him for copyright infringement, right? So Artie goes to the court, and he says, Run me my money, please, because Marshmallow stole my song. And the court said, "Show us the co- show us the agreement, you know, uh, with this uh, with One Republic over this." And this is where Artie messed up because apparently Artie did not read his contract. In his contract, he never had any rights to the remix or to the song. He was hot. He was hired. He was paid a flat fee and had no um no no um right to any royalties for the song so they basically called him in as an independent contractor said remix this song to us and go away right so that 
um, that basically denies Artie any rights to the song because he gave them up when he did the remix for One Republic. This is why it is important for you to read your contracts so that you understand what your rights are. I don't know, I don't know if Artie was, um, Hi, Big Chubb Z23 was getting royalties from One Republic for this remix or whatever. But whatever they did after that, that was none of his business. Artie, you got your money. We paid you to go away. Now go away. Why are you coming to the court and bothering us on today? So the court said, no, Artie, Marshmallow is perfectly within his rights to come out with um, this uh, 2018 song called Happier. So this is why it's important, my loves, for you to read your contracts so you understand what your rights are and what you can sue for. Because now, Artie, this was not cheap. He had to hire an attorney. He had to file fees. He's not getting any of that money back. You should have read your contract, okay? All right. Can't keep it. Look, Kyle, you you laughing at him? All right. Okay. Last story before we go into our NPL nugget of the evening. If you have ever played Grand Theft Auto, or if you have heard of the game Grand Theft Auto, please give me a car emoji, okay? Please give me a car emoji. Um, If you didn't know, Grand Theft Auto is a video game series that was created by a company called Rockstar Games, right? Um, And there is a music composer that is suing Rockstar Games, thank you, One True Empress, for um, using one of his songs in two of the GTA games. Uh, a man by the name of Sean Lee, thank you, Mexidurant, a man by the name of Sean Lee says that um, in 2008, Rockstar Games contacted him, thank you for all the cars, to, you know, um, to submit some music that Grand Theft Auto might want to use in future games, right? So he's like, okay, let me send you these samples. Hey, Philip Marlowe, thank you, thank you for the car. So he sends the samples in. Um, and as a composer, you know, he has all his ducks in a row. Um, but then um, Rockstar Games, you know, after a while, they listen to the music and they're like, thank you, Shogun Assassin. And they're like, Okay, you know, thank you for sending these samples, but we just decided that this is not going to work for us, so we're not going to mu- use any of the music. So, Sean Lee said, cool, whatever, bye. Um, and then, later on, some years later, because remember, this is happening right now, Sean Lee finds out that n- not they didn't just use one of his songs for one GTA game, they used it for two. They used it for GTA 4 and GTA 5. Um, there's a song in, uh, there's a song in GTA 4 or some song called Soviet Connection or named Soviet Connection in GTA 4. They're saying that it is the same song that Sean Lee composed called Biker Chick. And they're saying that he, they use that same, uh, melody for a song on Liberty City Loop. So if you have played GTA 4 or GTA 5, look up the song, Soviet connection, and then look up Sean Lee, biker chick, and I want you to see if there are any similarities to you. Either way, um, Sean Lee is very upset with Rockstar Games, and Rockstar Games has not answered any correspondence from anybody asking any questions. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that Rockstar Games did this intentionally, or was this an accident, right? 
because they called Sean some years ago and they're like, hey, Sean, you know, let's see if we can do some work together. And then they decided against it. So how several years later, I don't know when GTA 4 and GTA 5 came out. How did his music end up in your video game supposedly these years later? Was this intentional or was this just an oversight by the Rockstar Games people? What do you guys think? What do y'all think? What do y'all think? Ooh. What, hi, Jazzy Mama. Ooh, I like that name. What do y'all think? Do you think that Rockstar Games intentionally stole this man's music? Or do you think that maybe Rockstar Games, they just weren't paying attention and they were just like, oh, this sound good. Let me use it. It was like in the vault or something. What do you think? I don't think this was an accident. You specifically sought out this gentleman for your game. Um, and then you told him you weren't going to use it. And somehow your, his song ends up in not one, but two of your video games. I think that this, you know, they thought that maybe they could slide or maybe this guy was too little for, um, for, you know, for, for, for him to do anything. But like I always say, intellectual property law is bigger than anybody. They don't care who you are. Run this man his coin. Um, one true emperor said intentionally taking advantage. Philip Marlowe said backdoor. Okay, so I, get, I guess they didn't want to pay his fee, which is dumb because you make dumb money off this game. But either way, I hope that Sean Lee gets his money um, because Rockstar Games, you can't go around here just stealing from other people. All right? So those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, we are going to move into our NPL nugget of the evening. Um uh, what that is, it's a quick lesson um, that I think it's important for business owners to know. We cover it in like one to two minutes. While I'm getting ready to start the NPL Nugget, oh, Shogun Assassin said, hold on, 76 Grimke said, these taxes seem to always happen. Yes, they are thieves. Shogun Assassin said they probably thought he wouldn't notice. I agree with the both of you. Um, so what I want you guys to do, if you have any questions on the co- on the stories that we covered tonight, about the Wonder Woman supplements, about the pizza place, uh, you know, with the guy who got stabbed, about Nike and these Satan shoes, about the marshmallow DJ, um, or about, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto, stealing music. Put your questions in the comments now, because we are going to start our NPL Nuggets, and then after we do that, I will answer any questions that you have. Um, so our NPL Nugget of the evening, this month, the month of April, we are covering contracts, and I'm glad that we have had a couple of stories tonight um, talking about contracts because contracts are going to be the backbone of your business if you want to make money, okay? Um, a contract, the legal definition of a contract is that it is a legally binding agreement. It can be verbal or written, but I, I always say written, that, you know, uh, commits someone to do or not do something, all right? So it's just a legal agreement that you are going to do or not do something, Now, that's a very simple definition, but in order to have a valid contract, there are several parts that you need, and you need to make sure that both parties um, check off some things, right? And we are going to cover that um, throughout the month of uh, th- throughout the, the month of April, but I know that we started a little late this month, so, um, we are gonna, you know, kind of be, ch- um, stuffing some more information in. So, now that we know what a contract is, over the, the week, we're gonna be talking about the essential parts of a contract. The, uh, the offer, the acceptance, consideration, and legal capacity. These are the four components that you need for a valid 
contract, okay? And I'm going to explain what those things are tomorrow. Tomorrow we are going to define offer, acceptance, consideration, and legal capacity. But if you don't want to wait and you want the whole scoop on contracts, um, go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and you can pick up my contracts ebook for just $9.97, okay? Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. It is the link in my bio on Instagram. It's all over my page on Facebook, so go check it out, all right? But um, yeah, so that was our MPL nugget talking about contracts. If you, uh, I, didn't, I didn't see any questions, so I'm going to assume that you guys are all good for tonight. Um, we will be back here tomorrow night with more stories. If you find anything that you want me to talk about, please, please, please send it my way. You know I love when you send me things. Um, what else? Make sure that you book your one-on-ones with me. Go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Grab your show merch. Um, and last but not least, take care of yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. My vacation was so needed. I, I felt, I feel so refreshed now that I'm back. It was so good to disconnect from, you know, life and just be with my family somewhere else. And I really encourage you guys to, to do self-care, however it is. It may not be a trip. It might just be relaxing in bed, but do take time out for yourselves, okay? Because you cannot pour from an empty cup. You need to take care of yourself. So we will be back here tomorrow and, uh, I will see you then. Bye. Take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.